Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of the YouTube Business Academy podcast, where we talk about starting and growing faceless YouTube channels. My name is George, and today I'm joined by my co-host, Ron. In this Hello. episode, we'll be discussing a crucial topic for anyone who wants to succeed on YouTube. That is how to make people click on your videos. We'll be introducing the click trifecta, which includes the three most important elements for getting more clicks on your videos, the video idea, thumbnail, and title. By mastering these three elements, you can attract more viewers to your channel, grow your audience, and ultimately achieve your goals on YouTube. So if you're ready to take your video marketing to the next level, let's dive in and learn on how to win the click. Ron, Boom. how are you what doing? An what an intro. Yes, awesome. sir. It took me a while. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Yeah, I'm doing uh, great as always. And uh, yeah, it's getting warmer outside, so I'm more happy. Sun is shining. What about you? How's the ice yeah, plunge uh, challenge going? Today is day 20. I'm 66% in and I'm loving it. Yeah? I'm how crushing long, it. How long are you in right now? Uh, like a minute. It's no problem. But the thing oh, is, it's oh. not about the time anymore. It's about not taking too long to get in. And second of all, like, I don't know if you've seen my videos, but I just send it. I don't go, I don't take the stairs anymore. I run and I go head down, like head first, yeah. just jumping in like the water is plus 25, but actually the water is like one, two degrees Celsius. Yeah. So that's good. I'm like, I think that, like, that's the best, like, right? Because on the, if you go on like a, some small stairs, it's so slow yeah. and you're like, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. like you're taking each step and you're like, oh my yeah. God, it's cold. But when you're jumping, like that's it. Once you took off, there's no turning back. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's the best yeah. approach, I think. Yeah, man. So I was putting together a presentation um, for an upcoming workshop that is going to happen in half an hour, which, by the way, if you're listening or watching to this podcast, I highly encourage you to uh, join us on Discord uh, because we are going to be doing more of these workshops where we do like kind of dive, like a deep dive into faceless YouTube channels or just YouTube in general. And we try to gather as many resources as possible to understand like, why do people click? Why do people watch? And how are other big and successful YouTube channels do it, right? Because it looks really simple on the outside, but then once you start digging into it, you're like, wow, okay, they definitely know something that I don't know. So this is Ron's and my job to do a lot of research, put it all together into like a document and then we're presenting it live and explaining it and then taking questions from you, right? And interacting live. So trust me when I say it, no one is doing this for free like we're doing it here at the YouTube Business Academy. So if you haven't already, please join us. It's completely free and we would love to have you there and interact with you. With that in mind, let's talk about this concept that I came up with, which is called the click trifecta. So the click trifecta is the three most important elements to win a click on YouTube, right? Because we all know that, you know, success on YouTube comes down to, well, a lot of factors, but two of the most important ones is to get a person to click and then to get a person to watch your video, right? So today we're going to cover the first part of it, uh, which is winning the click, right? So when it comes to winning the click, the three most important elements are number one, your video idea. Number two is your thumbnail. And number three is your title. So that's kind of the, the triangle, right? So let's start with the first one, the video idea. Ron, what do you think makes for a good 
video idea? Um, that's a very good question because everyone <laughs> has their own method for it. And I think it also totally depends in what kind of niche you're in. In my opinion, um, in my niches, I don't like to reinvent the wheel. So I don't try to create video ideas that are totally unique that don't have a proof of concept yet. So that that's not my approach, but I look at other big channels in yeah, different kind of niches and see at the, like check their best performing uh, videos or less like from the last couple of months, for example, and see like what's their angle uh, of those videos. And maybe I can implement that within my niche. Um, so that's mostly how I do it. Uh, and of course, with the, uh, <laughs> the, the, the GPT era, you know, uh, ChatGPT 4, I, I have it right now, and it's actually helping me as well get up with some video ideas. I, I, I told this in the, the podcast before. I insert insert some um, f video examples that I like, that did well, uh, and I asked ChatGPT uh, to create similar video ideas, but then focused on my audience, and I insert some uh, characteristics of my audience and interests of my audience. And sometimes it comes up with uh, with some good ideas as well. Uh, mm -hmm. And of course, you need to check what's working in the past. So basically, you don't always need to have to reinvent uh, the wheel again for your own videos. Just see at what's working. Yeah, interesting. Um, for me, it's like there are a couple of components what makes a really good video idea. One of them is would. So there's a question, right? And tr like answer this question objectively. Would a lot of people be interested in watching that video so let me give you an example we take one video which is like <laughs> my first vlog right whatever now who cares about your first vlog no one except for you maybe your mother another example on a complete opposite is like last to leave circle wins five hundred thousand dollars now that has stakes to it that is something that is very like a big spectacle right it's a challenge so that is right away super interesting so the video idea is the most important thing and what makes a good video idea is very difficult right mr beast talks about his in his podcast with uh, or in his video with casey neistat about how he started to realize that the video idea is the most important thing when he was like 19. And so he started like obsessing about, you know, how to get more video ideas, like how to improve your video ideas. Um, and, and really like when we were preparing today for this uh, workshop that I'm about to host, um, I was thinking about a title, you know, the psychology of YouTube. Why do people click and watch? Right. Okay. Sounds fine. But then I spoke to, one of our members, uh, Mihai from the community, and he was like, that will appeal to less people. And then he proposed a new title, which is, this is why you clicked on this video, which could potentially be appealing to a lot more people, right? Explaining why did they click on this video, right? So that is- I, I agree, by the way, but I, I do have to say something like- yeah. Um, of course, Mr. Beast uh, simplifies his t titles and also his script, by the way. So it's understandable by even like a five-year-old. Uh, mm -hmm. Like it's very e easy to understand. But for example, the title you just mentioned, it, it, is, it is pretty broad. But people that are not interested in the YouTube game, 
they probably will leave pretty soon. Yes. Because the video is not interesting. So I think yes. you should find, need to find a nice balance by, okay, you need to make it uh, br like more broad to reach more people. But also if you're more in inside a niche, don't expect that you can attract everybody because yes. that's just not your niche, you know? Yes, 100%. 100%. Um, so yeah, be as broad as possible, but stay within your niche. Yeah, and exactly. brainstorm different video ideas and think like, does this sound simple enough for you know everyone to understand or am I overcomplicating it? And the more you do it, the more you test it, the better you're going to get at uh, creating these uh, video ideas. And the second question that you should probably ask yourself is, uh, this is kind of the second question is, is your video uh, worth being watched in general, right? So let's say that you figured out how to, you know, come up with amazing video ideas. Now the second part, and that talks, that is more about like the video production and the storyline is, is your video being worth uh, watched, right? So if the video appeals to a lot of people and it's worth for someone to spend 10 minutes of their time to watch a video, like maybe it's entertaining or maybe it's, you know, um, very informational or inspirational or whatever it is, right? You are going to be well on your way to grow on this platform, our beloved platform called YouTube. All right. The second element of the click trifecta is the thumbnail. Yeah. What makes for a good thumbnail? Very important. And also very difficult because you it, you can go so many ways. You can create That's so true. many thumbnails for every kind of video. Um, and I also yeah. and I also feel like the thumbnails are always evolving. Like they as because YouTube is this like living thing, right? And the culture inside of YouTube changes, and as yeah. the culture changes, and the user interface changes, so do the thumbnails. Yeah, and of course. Uh, like I know the Rayan Trahan, the guy with the one penny challenge, his thumbnail got like used by so many people. Like on the grass, he has your thumbnail on the grass, I think, and his face, and he yeah. was holding a coin, I think. Yeah. So many people use that concept. I saw it on Twitter, like like so many videos. And of course, if it works, why not? But you can indeed see that people are like adapting it really quick because it 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 works probably. Yeah, but yeah. I think people will also get sick of it pretty quickly because so many are, people are copy, copying it, you know? Yeah. Did you listen to that Colin and Samir podcast about uh, or video that they did about uh, copy-paste culture on YouTube? Yeah, I think I watched the small piece, yeah. Yeah. And they were interviewing the guy who wrote a book, Still Like an Artist. Super interesting. Yeah, it's, it's, I think it's good to get uh, inspiration from people. But copying one-on-one, -on -one, I think, is not the way you should go. Yeah, um, You need to get your own. Because like, you also want to stand out from the rest. So mm. I think if you stand out from the rest, you will also be... Um, you will probably get more views as well because you're not just like 10 other channels. So I think it's yeah. a nice balance of maybe getting some elements from other people that work well and still implementing your own branding maybe and your own ideas. And from there, uh, yeah, just try new things, you know? Yeah. What I really liked that they were talking about and this uh, author, I forgot his name, who wrote the book, Still Like an Artist, he was talking about how like, you know, nothing is really 
unique or original, right? Whatever your ideas you have are, you know, a combination of all of the things that you <laughs> were inputted into you throughout your life, right? And so the difference between like thefts and originality or like stealing an artist is like just blindly, like blunt, like bluntly copying someone and just, you know, putting your face there, for example, like with the Ryan Trahan thumbnail, that's kind of like, okay, you just copy and paste it. But if you take, for example, you know, that inspiration, then you take something else. And then you're like, you know what? Like, I'm missing this one thing that I would really like to have. That is when your creative creativity takes uh, like steps in. When you think that, why has no one done this before? And you do it yourself. And now that is something that is original and creative and has the chance of, you know, being uh, interested to a lot of people. Because, you know, the people who are trailblazers in life, they take risks and they, they, they are not afraid to innovate and to be creative and try new things, right? New concepts. For example, the thumbnail that I put together today for the, uh, the workshop is just like white background, my face, and then three elements like a brain emoji plus YouTube logo equals a money bag, right? So like I thought it would like looked really nice. And ever since I was a kid, I remember we had like art class and uh, the teacher so we had we could like draw anything, right? And ever since I was a kid, I really liked white, you know? So I would leave a lot of white and I would do it like really minimalistic and, you know, very abstract. And then I remember like, I, I'm traumatized for life. He, he, he came up to me and he was like, there's too much white in this uh, painting. You should fill it in with color. And I remember thinking to myself as a kid, what? No, I like it. I like white. <laughs> I like that there is white space and like there's like it's very minimalistic. So yeah, don't be afraid to like try and experiment with the concepts that you have. But yeah, also and, yeah. look what works. Go ahead. Exactly. But also the thing is like if you're maybe ha having a more minimalistic thumbnail, like the last two, three years, people have taken thumbnails like really to the next level. Like we, we are working with some thumbnail designers and like crazy coloring and like, I don't know, it's like a lot of layers and I don't know. But maybe yeah. having a more simple thumbnail uh, will make you stand out of the rest as well because everyone is like trying hard and you're just like there, like with white space, for example, you pop more and you're, they're like, oh, that one is not so, so, so doesn't look so special. Like, you will stand out. People will probably watch your title uh, faster and that kind yeah. of stuff, I think. People very quick, quickly get used to the, you know, the things that are just like regular. And if you're copying someone else, you're just becoming the, the, the regular thing. And so when people see that same thumbnail concept in their feed, they're, yeah, sure, probably in the beginning of the trend of the that thumbnail trend, they're likely to click. But after a while, it probably gets saturated. So by doing something unique and creative, that's a pattern interrupt. And if that thumbnail gets shown, they're like, whoa, what is this? I haven't seen this concept yet. Exactly. Now, the third element is the title. 
So we have yeah. the video idea, which is the overall thing, right? What is your video about? Then we have the thumbnail, which is the visual thing, right? Which in my opinion is probably even more important than the title. And then the last thing, but they're all related, right? So it's, it's a triangle, is the title, right? So your title should be together with the thumbnail, creating a curiosity gap to get a person to ask or not to ask, but to get them to like click and almost be like irresistible not to click it. Yeah. And it's, it's for me, it's quite difficult still because yes. it's the same with the thumbnail. You have so many options to choose from and like some titles, like they look simple, but they're like, you, they're not simple, you know, to come up mm -hmm. with them. Like, for example, a while ago, I don't know which one we, we found. Like, I think it was in the last workshop. Uh, it was like five words. I think it was from Sony V2. It had five words, but it, it, it covered so much uh, emotion and a load to it. And it made you so curious. I don't know the title anymore. I remember uh, that one. We talked about I, it. Yeah. Maybe I can quickly find it. Um, but like the title is maybe five words or six words. You think like, oh, that's a short title. Must be very easy to come up with. But it's yeah. so difficult. Yeah. It was something like why I'm never or something like this. And I remember because I was breaking down. It was so specific because each word had a specific purpose in that title. Oh, it was Moon, I think. Not Sunday yeah. too. Yeah, I think it was Moon. And it was like so specific. Like each word had a purpose in those like five words and you knew exactly what's going to be why I'm never watching or why I'm never trusting or why I'm never buying or something like this, I think. Yeah. It is but something like now, this. Now, while you're looking for it, let me quickly um, say one thing about the title and the thumbnail. So title and thumbnail, they're not two separate things, right? All of the things that we're talking about, they're all interrelated. Okay. And your title should be complementary to your thumbnail, right? One should complement the other. So when a person sees a thumbnail, then he reads the title and then they should click. You know what I mean? So you shouldn't just repeat exactly in your thumbnail what you did in the title or vice versa. It should be that you have one and then you have the other like I'm not, I'm not really like explaining this well right now, but it should create a curiosity gap basically. And the title should complement <laughs> the thumbnail. Like, I yeah, don't know how, like what else yeah, to add to that. Yeah. And, but you should not, I, by the way, I couldn't find the title. Was it chat GPT scares me? Here's why that maybe, maybe something like that. Ah, never mind. But like with the thumbnail and title, it's also, you need to, to, uh, like, gain the skill to also not like what you say in the title, you should not like, you don't have to show it in the thumbnail as well. Like the title yeah. and thumbnail can be like separate, but when they're combined together, it's like, Oh, now it makes total sense. So yeah, it's <laughs> difficult to explain, but you know what I mean? Like the thumbnail needs to have different elements than the title, which can make you just a little bit more curious than just reading the title or yes. the other way around. We are not finding good words right now no. to explain what we mean. Uh, but the idea is that they see the thumbnail first because we're more visual. Like, you know, seeing an image is we're much faster at that. And then we read, 
right? And so the reading part should reaffirm us that what we saw visually is something that we actually want to watch. And like you said, it shouldn't be the same thing, you know? So maybe you have some kind of a visual cue in the thumbnail and then you have a very catchy title. So I'm not, I don't have really an example right now from the top of my head um, because, you know, thumbnails are visual, so it's a bit hard to explain them. Um, but let's say, for example, like I just opened YouTube, right? And there is this guy, his name is, he has a channel called I Did a Thing, okay? He posted a video four days ago and he has 6.2 million views on that video. And in the thumbnail, he has, he's like in the garden, okay? He has two pressure washers in his hands, right? Blowing out water and he's kind of levitating, okay? So imagine that. Now he's, he's dressed like a gardener. He has two pressure washers pointing down to the floor. They are blasting water and lifting him up so he's levitating, right? And now the title is, how many pressure washers does it take to fly? That is really good, right? Because you're, first you're seeing it, you're like, whoa, he's really levitating with pressure washers. And then the, the, the title is, how many pressure washers does it take to fly? So you want to find out how many does it take <laughs> to fly? So that's why you click and, and you're thinking, does he really, like the first question I have is that, did he really manage to fly with pressure washers? And then yeah. you click and then you find out. That's why he has 6.2 million views. Yeah, that's days. basically the whole curiosity <laughs> thing. You know, you place a question question in the viewer's mind mm -hmm. and then they're like, okay, I want to know the answer. The only way to know the answer is to watch the video. Yeah. And the best way is it, it needs to be such a question that, that they're like, what the, what the hell is this? I really yeah. need to know this. So like the pressure yeah. washer thing, nobody probably thought about it. But when they read the title and saw the thumbnail, they're like, hey, that's actually pretty interesting and fun yeah. to know about. Yeah. And they click. Exactly. Um, I think next episode, we will talk about the second part of this series, which is how to get someone to watch your video. So right now we talked about how to click. And by the way, this is the beginning, right? And we're just covering the surface level here. There's so much more that we can talk about, you know, different psychological biases and and, and we can go infinitely deep into, you know, what gets someone to click and curious. But then the second part of it is also going to be what gets someone to watch, which I'll give you a hint is storytelling. So how do you become a better storyteller? How do you tell better stories? What makes a good story? Um, you know, <laughs> protagonists, protagonist arcs, the three step of a story, and we'll be breaking all of that down. So if this is something that you're enjoying, you're liking, make sure to um, subscribe, join our free community. And with that in mind, we will see you in the next one. Thank yes. you. Bye-bye.